When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi. Before Tom yells at me, I'm going to give you the phone number, which is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Uh, during the break, I was looking at the uh, the videos that you know we've done with Paul Merriman. And, yeah. And Tom was surprised by this. Ready? Come on. Go there. We'll be okay without Tom here. <laughs> all right, let's. Wait, I could, right, I could see you saying that, but Paul it. laughing. Wait, listen to Paul. No, no, no. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, of course. Oh, Paul. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> feelings, of yeah. But he said that so sarcastically. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. You know, I was going to say you both owe me like $20,000 for me being your friend for over 30 years. So, okay. I want to see the checks. Let's go. Yeah. How, I'm out. How about if I I'm give out. you a rare fighter aircraft instead? <laughs> you, know, you could park it at my daughter's place. to 48 place. scale. More than, and so she has more concrete than the third runway at SeaTac, so we can put it out there. But Yeah, you know, I, just to let you all know, you know we have videos now, and we were really disappointed when we went to our red hot YouTube channel and found that Smoking. we have not yet broken 250 subscribers. So come on, just jump on and subscribe. You don't even have to watch the stuff we put up there, but just no, be a subscriber. No. Paul, on the other hand, has 6,400 subscribers, but he's also been putting videos up for years. We've been putting yeah, videos up for like two months. Month and a half. Okay, fair enough. All right, so we have. Okay, right. you. But you should. What? Anyone listening today should be listening to the podcast, which is available at any fine podcast and even, place, right? And even the less than fine podcast places. <laughs> okay, and even, then even and the then secondary watch. and tertiary ones. You'll like watching because we have our headphones on. We're cheerful. We're smiling for the most part, and you get that added benefit. Yeah, I don't know I what don't the know. Added really is. A, I don't I either. No I'm just saying that. They told yeah. me to say that. So. Well, with the Paul one though, instead I surprised Paul. Paul, I, I I put in just a few seconds of our pre-show banter. He didn't know I was recording before we yeah. started, so I put the ah. pre-show banter on, and I said, "You can have the version with or without the banter." And he goes, "No, I love the banter. Give me the pre-show banter." Anytime you're speaking into a microphone, assume. That it's being recorded. Absolutely. Didn't that happen to like a former president? You go, well, let the bombing begin or something. I've just outlawed Russia. Let the bomb. Didn't tell, I mean, you got to always assume. Yeah. It's got to Yeah. Happen. Assume so, there's anyway. an open mic. Mm -hmm. All yeah. right. Hi. What is this show about? You ask. Well, it's not. <laughs> Concrete. We don't know yet. Uh, we're pretty sure it's supposed to be about money, but we, yeah. we, we got to get there first. Um, and we're going to get there right now. What, Tom? What is today's? Yes topic what would you like it to be i don't know you pick one i re well i we got cheeky we got concrete we got all kind of, no okay what are we talking about we're talking about your retirement savings oh wow that that's exciting boring. no but here's the part where okay. it's exciting <laughs> what 
There's one point three because yeah, please be more efficient. Be a better custodian of your money. There's one point three five trillion dollars in old 401k plans. In other words, you don't work there anymore, but you decided to go from XYZ Corporation to ZZZ Corporation and you didn't take it with you. Can we just repeat that number? $1.35 trillion with a T dollars. So that's $1,350 billion. Yeah. It turns out that's a pretty sizable amount of money. Wow. We see it all the time. People come in all the time and they have like, oh, I worked there for a while. I have $30,000 there and I have 50000 Okay. All right. Let's step back. Two things to do when you leave your job to go to a new job. Either A, move the money that you've saved into the new plan if it's a good plan and it has low cost mutual funds in it or b roll it out into an ira i like moving it to the plan you're moving into because then you still only have one pre-retirement savings vehicle again when you start to have two or three or four or five it just gets so confusing however let's qualify that a little bit for example, let's say you go to work for an organization that has a 403B plan. And yeah. you're going to work for a hospital, school district, some sort of... Oh, and, and the 403B plan for your new employer has nothing but variable annuities in it. Well, they can't do that now. Yes, they, they have can. To give you, oh, well, they, no, they can, have yeah. to have, give, give you a life cycle fund of yeah, some they kind. Can, but still, okay, and, and ridiculously expensive, actively yes. managed mutual fund. That they can do, yes. And can. so... So in that case, I just said, then plan B is to move it to an individual retirement account. You go to Vanguard. We give you three mutual funds. Or Schwab. Free at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com, where coincidentally you can find our podcast. Uh, if you miss any part of today's show, you can go back and listen to it. So please don't leave the money behind because it leads to confusion in there. And by the way, the study says, fascinating. It says it costs people. What was the number? It was huge. Uh, $700,000 in lost retirement savings over their lifetime because of the risk of higher fees and lower returns. Yeah. And that's another thing. A lot, <laughs> a lot of, these of money. Four, small 401k accounts and the like tend to, can have very high fees. You got to check all this stuff out. We'll be back. 855-935-TALK. Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. Call that number right now because if you do... If you call it right this second, yeah. I can pretty much guarantee you'll be the first person we talk to. Yeah, and don't call if you if you bought $1,200 worth of Dogecoin and it's now worth $4,000. Please don't do no, that. No, I just want to say, wow, you were so here. lucky. Congratulations. Yeah, congr- on I want to finish the no, thought. No, you can't. On the, actually, I really, you shouldn't congratulate people on luck because it's <laughs> no, just dumb luck. 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 Yeah, it is. Right, I do on. want to finish the thought very quickly uh, before we go to questions and calls on the left behind money. You should not leave money behind for a variety of reasons, uh, one of which, by the way, if something happens to you and no one else in your family knows, that money could be gone forever. That That's one. But I truly think most people, I was trying to finish here, Don, should have one pre tax retirement account, one post-tax like Roth, 
and then one taxable account. That's it. Don't have more accounts. People get very confused. They don't know what they're holding. They generally pay more in fees. And then, by the way, when it comes time to take it out, it just it just turns into a mess. So I would strongly urge you to clean up your and one point three five trillion dollars. That's a lot of cleaning. Clean up your messes. <laughs> sake, you left a mess. Go clean it up. <laughs> I know. So anyway, I and you, your 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 plea for call didn't work. By the are way, are you listening? Go clean up your mess. All right, you want a question? This was sent yeah, in please. at talkingrealmoney.com. We always have those to fall back on if people don't call we us. We have a lot of them. A lot of we people. We do. We we have a ton of questions. I am I, as literally I'm going to probably stay after the show and record a couple of podcasts just well, to answer like what questions. else would you be doing? Going to dinner or something? It's oh, I'm on the where, east coast. Where are you? Where are you going to dinner? Where if would you be going? If it's not raining, I'd be going downtown probably to the Imperium. Oh, the downtown celebration Disney. They don't do soap Christmas in the early. summer. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I gotta, love that. Hold on, I got to check the, the radar. Rolling out, pretending to be gotta, snow and ice. Come on, what? Let's see. Yeah. Well, the radar here is showing a huge downpour. It's a gusher here. So. Do you want a question or not? Yes, please. All right. I think are we you, need it. Are you paying any attention this time? I'll try. Hello. Right. Hello, mm. he says. Hello. Yes. Yeah. I am hello, a relatively hello. new listener in the past year. Thank you. And I'm also relatively new to the investing world at 29 years old. Mm. Okay. Good start. Since my job does not offer a retirement plan, I started a Roth IRA last year around April. Lucky me. Yay. April. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. You got in low. Since I have over 35 years left of work. Is that a call? Yes, it is, but keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's right. You guaranteed. You guaranteed. Turn, you said if you call on. right now, you'd be. I know. I'll go, I, I, I'm going to finish this question. Okay. Finish if you'll the question. let go. me. Please. Uh, 35 years left of work. I currently have 50% uh-huh. of my portfolio in VFIAX. Yes. 30% in VO. 20% VO is a mid cap ETF. Yeah, right. VB is the small cap ETF and zero in bonds. There you go. Well, yeah. Of okay. That's good. Scored an but 89. That's still missing. Scored an no, 89. You got no international. Shh, I'm None. not done. Okay. Scored an 89% on your risk quiz. Very comfortable with volatility. I don't plan on touching it for 30 plus years. I was curious if I should tilt my portfolio to any different mid and small cap index funds or ETFs. As I've heard you leaning more toward value. Also, do you recommend me going heavier into small clap caps? Claps. I do it. <laughs> I do enjoy managing my portfolio and plan on doing yearly rebalances. Thanks a lot. I enjoy the podcast. Boom. Go, Tom. Well, okay. First of all, you're missing more than just small and value in that portfolio. You got no international, right? Oh, yeah. Don't, don't overlook international. Yeah. No, I mean, again, I, here's what I would do if I was your age. There's two ways to go. Either you do the very simple and we give it to you straight up at talkingrealmoney.com, three fund portfolio. In your case, only two funds. Mm-hmm. You'll one that's international, one that's US. No, you don't have big tilts to small value, et cetera. If you want to get more sophisticated, spend mm-hmm. more time, I would simply go to paulmerriman.com, click on mutual funds and use or, his. Or it'd be like seven mutual funds or, or seven ETF portfolio. Or do VT and, and then add in. Add yeah. VT. V-S-I-A-X, VT yeah, that's fine. and V-S-I-A-X, which is the Vanguard small cap value. So do 80% in VT, do 20% in the small value. Now you have a little bit more of a tilt to the small. I think yep. that's fine. Yep. Sure. Right. Yep. His Easier. age, absolutely. It could even go 70-30 uh, VT. But I have too. no idea where the rest of that asset yes, allocation yes. came from that he had. I don't, I don't know. To me. Mid-cap, I you know. know, mid-cap's in... 
You, if you, you buy the whole market, you, you got mid-cap, and mid-cap yeah. doesn't really have a, a big skew toward making more money. A no. little bit, but it's not very much. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number, and as promised, our first person calling is on first. Craig, welcome yeah. to the show. Hi, Craig. Hi. Um, my question is, so, is about Social Security. I'm going to be 59 this year. The wife's going to be 63 at the end of the year. She really never has worked a whole heck of a lot, so there she doesn't isn't eligible for a lot of Social Security, so she's going to draw on mine. And the way I understand it is that she can't draw on that until I retire. Is that correct? Well, at the very minimum, she couldn't draw on until you were at least, I think, 62. But to get any sort of decent-sized benefit, she's going to have to wait till you're 60. Well, no, no, no. He would have to claim, though, for her yeah, to he get half his benefit. Right. Yeah. That's what I said. Him. Yeah. Right. She'll have to wait till you are. Right. And I in any, I mean, I don't know anything about your health or longevity in your family. Boy, anybody for to claim Social Security until full, until at least full retirement age does not make sense. Wow. You went digital on us. You just went digital. OK, you want me to say it again? You became robot man. No, I think we got the we got the bulk of it. But now yeah. she's going to get half of his social. Uh, well, let me go back to Correct. you, Craig. Craig, right now, how much would she get on on her own benefit? Uh, it's just a few hundred dollars. And you know, what's your benefit going to be at full retirement age, which in your case is about 67? Be 67, uh, yeah. It's it at well at sixty two. It's going to be about eighteen hundred. So I would say it'd probably be close to three thousand. Okay, so she'll if collect fifteen hundred as opposed to a few hundred today. Uh, you know, one of the things you might want to do again, it's a longevity issue. Uh, in some cases, you know, if there's if you, it, it's not an absolute. We tend to make it a little more absolute than it probably should be. For most people who are going to live long lives, waiting to take it is better. And I can add one absolute: she cannot draw on his until he. No, draws but on she it. could draw on hers at sixty-three. Yes, that's true. But then she's okay. locked into hers. Yeah. Unless you I, die, I, and then she gets yours. We don't arrange those sort of things on this show either, by the way. So, um, or do we? I don't know. No, I have no, uh, okay. no plans so on, no, I mean, on doing death. No. The likely, the likely scenario is she's going to have to wait until he turns sixty-seven, which is eight years from now. It seems like a long time. So, yeah, got a little is, work to be done. It is a long time. And, and again, crunch the numbers. Look at what her benefit is going to be worth. And, and, you know, you might even look at what her benefit will be worth over the next eight years, because she's 63, over the next eight years if that was invested. I don't know what the number is without sitting down and looking at the actual number. A couple hundred bucks a month? Well, it Come depends on. on how many hundred bucks a month. You know, you run the math. It's just not that hard to math. Run it through a calculator, a compound interest calculator online, and see what, what you come up with. But probably she's going to be better off waiting. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. We're here for you. If you're really baffled, befuddled, bemused by 
battling say it big oh, buck I, issues i thought there was a bull in there somewhere yeah, but okay no, no. Uh-uh. give us a call at 855-935-TALK okay it's really easy you can do it what about the drivel you can do it yeah we've, we've had no drivel this hour it's been dribble free That's good. Okay. It's been dribble yeah. free maybe drizzly but not dribbly not dribbly 855-935-TALK's the number david you're next welcome to the show Hi, David. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Ron and Don. I'm, Ron. Um, hey, Ron. How are you, Ron? <laughs> I look good, too, for Ron, I got to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, what do you got? Thank you. I'm curious about your thoughts um, with investing uh, for inflation. Traditionally, um, 5 to 10% at most in a portfolio of metals, uh, silver and gold, um, but I'm wondering in this case, silver and gold. Silver and gold is the best, or commodities in an ETF broad uh, broad based basket of ETFs of commodities. I'm curious for your thoughts. Well, let me do my burr lives. Uh, no, uh, uh, no silver, no gold, no commodities, tips, or I bonds, and. Stocks, stocks which have done well in inflationary by the way inflation is back we don't know by the way how long it'll last it'll be a short blip seen by the way some commodity prices fall timbers down etc um your portfolio should be built all the time for potential inflation because it may come along and inflation over the last what nine years has been about three percent a year so it should be built for that anyway and uh yeah but but no commodities don't make money gold and silver generally don't make money they're uh it, it, it the best inflation hedges you're going to find are are i bonds and uh and tips and so um uh, that's the way i go 855-935-talk that's our phone number laura you're up next welcome to talking real money yes um i have um ag edwards i have a granddaughter in that, and I have about 450000 in that, and I have about a million dollars coming due on 3% uh, CDs, and I don't know what to do with it. I've got three houses, uh, one we live in, that are worth probably a, a million, and, uh, yeah, and that's kind of all I have, and I'm 82, my husband is 87. All right, so you got the money is, is what what is it invested in, in the brokerage account? In the brokerage account, um, it's invested in Amazon, in Boeing, because uh, I put it in there when it was down some. And then I, in order to cost average, it went down even more. I put some more in. But uh, um, uh, it's just in a lot of different things that my granddaughter felt are going to go up. And they do seem to be doing okay. I've stayed with Heinz, even though I'm not quite sure that it's ever going to come back. But it, it looks like it's come back some I, I but I use Heinz products, and then you use what okay. Product? But let's talk. What, what was that? I, Heinz. Heinz. That I think a real a REIT. You know, yeah, the Heinz REIT. Heinz. Oh no. Oh, Heinz. Oh, Heinz. Heinz. Heinz as in no, Heinz stock. Ketchup or yeah. Got yes, it. Okay. Ketchup, All right. But just to go back I, to the. I do have. She does have me in some kind of an REIT, but see, I have real estate, okay. so I didn't really feel I needed to be in that. But I'm real interested in what this BSIAX small cap value. Because it's something cheap. Okay, let's let's slow down here just a moment. Let's slow down here just a minute. Let's slow down here just a minute. 
because it sounds like the question is really what to do with the million dollars in CDs. Um, what is the purpose of that million dollars? What are you trying to do with it? What's the, well, as I say, purpose I of that? Grow. What's it going to be used want, for? Well, long-term care, stuff like that. So it's money you may need in the future. Right. So I don't right now. We're both How soon? healthy. I don't how know. So, how soon until you, you might know. need it? Roughly. Five years, oh, ten years? Five years. Let's give it a five-year. Just five years. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be running off and buying U.S. small-cap value stocks no. with money I might need. In, that's a very volatile asset class. I mean, you might buy a balanced fund that has some in stocks, some in bonds, because that'll yeah, no, give you no. some i got to tell you, you need, you need somebody who isn't a stockbroker to help you. I'm just going to cut to the chase. You need somebody who isn't going to sell you whatever it is you want to buy because that is a huge mistake. You should not be in individual stocks, period, exclamation point. You should be in funds. You should be in high-quality bonds. You need an advisor. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. future we're talking real money again the phone number here 855-935-TALK call we got a lot of time left in the hour and i want to add the break the music that darn music just kind of shoved me right up into the break and i smashed headlong into it and i was dazed a little so i didn't get to finish the answer as i would like you're not to. looking too good no i'm, way, I'm rattled smashing. i'm rattled by a yeah. head-on collision with the theme music uh, I, I didn't adequately answer Laura's question. Laura has a million and a half dollar portfolio that is yes. being managed in serious hodgepodgery. I mean, if there was ever a hodgepodge portfolio, she's hodgepodging. It has no plan. It has no purpose. It has no goals. It, and it has, and worst of all, it's got a stockbroker managing it at, if it's AG Edwards, it's now Wells Fargo. Really? Um, so what I would suggest you, at what percentage? Well, if it, if it's in a Wells Fargo investment managed, advisory yeah. account, their wrap fee account, their wrap account, it's being managed at two and a half percent per year. Ah, yeah. That is, so if that's then the you case, got a, the price of the know. securities in there. That's um, crazy. but here's the thing. Go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help. There's some very, very good information there on how you find a true fiduciary advisor. There's even a list of them. So go read through that, watch the video, look at the lists of advisors, find somebody who can help you. And as we say at the end of every show, if you just want to talk to somebody and really get an overview and an honest opinion of what you have, not somebody who's going to blow a lot of smoke like the stockbroker who says, sure, we'll buy Amazon and Boeing and Heinz. When you shouldn't, the risks are ridiculous, uh, even though they've done well. I know you've done well. It's nice that you did well, but you don't have diversification, and you don't have a portfolio. So go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Yes, even what? if your opinion is contrary, call. Because I had a very nice argument with somebody recently for about 30 minutes, and you know me. As I told him, I love a good argument as much as the next guy. <laughs> Uh, I had to tell him, by the way, at the end of the call, you're not our people, but that's okay. I'm glad, you know, I still think I gave him some help in a particular area. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're talk show hosts. I <laughs> exactly don't lose an argument. No, no. Yeah, my wife goes, 
How can I argue with a talk show host? Yeah. I well, can't. You can't. I'm sorry. sorry. I, I win. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is the phone number. But you know what? I win more on the air, because I, I, particularly when I did my political show, because I could always hit the, the button. I always had the button. Mute? Right? No, the hang up button. Click. Yeah. I don't Click. like what you yeah. were saying. Uh, let's see. What's next? Jim, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Good afternoon. Hey, hey uh, my wife is uh, retiring, and her current employer has, through uh, John Hancock, a 401k uh, plan. She's got uh, both Roth and traditional in there. Um, the funds that they have available to them include the DFA um, small cap and uh, what was the other one that was... Um, Kind of hard to get your hands. They might on have it. targeted targeted value. Exactly. So um, yeah. she she's got um, I don't know maybe three fifty in those uh, between those, and we're looking at should, should we, we roll it over to uh, four hundred one uh, or rather to a uh, Roth and for um, IRA and a traditional IRA and clean that out. Um, she does have the option of leaving it um, there. Yeah, except, but let me ask you a question. So are you going to manage this on your own, or are you going to have someone do it for you? Um, probably just manage it on our own. Okay. Um, because here's the thing. With Hancock, uh, probably wow. the costs on the plan itself, in addition to the funds... The total all-in fees on average are 1.58% per year at John Does Hancock. that include the cost of the mutual funds? Uh, it says all in, yes, so I would assume okay. so. Okay, so, which, again, if you are gonna, if you told me, look, I'm very comfortable, Jim, handling this on my own, I mean, you could go, you could go, you wouldn't be able to get dimensional on your own, but you could use a, a series of exchange-traded funds. Avantis has a very similar product. At a very low expense ratio, and this summer DFA and this summer DFA will start rolling out. Yeah, ETFs. that's true. Yeah, that's true. So you could do it on your own, and I would advocate that because, as I said, I worried with Hancock that the those fees expenses are high. could be high. Yeah, they really mm-hmm. are. I mean, if you go with your own ETFs in a in a self directed IRA with Schwab or somebody, your fees are going to get down below three tenths of a percent instead of one point five or one point six. Tom and Don are talking. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, hi. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm Don. That's Tom. Our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can also send questions into us at TalkingRealMoney.com like David did. And here's David's question. Ready? Yeah. Hi, Tom and Don. I wonder if I could get your opinion on a couple of mutual funds I inherited. The first is a high-yield corporate bond fund from Vanguard, V-W-E-H-X. And the second is an equity fund called Liberty All-Stars, ticker USA. I tried to research the USA fund, but all I can find are press releases. It's also It has a great dividend yield, 8.5%, but an expense ratio of over 1%. 
How do you weigh expenses versus yield in mutual funds? I also invest inherited a number of individual stocks and been editing the portfolio and reinvesting in Paul's ultimate buy and hold. I enjoy the podcast, been a loyal listener. Thanks for all you do. Go. I'll take the first fund. You can take the second I one. I got the v second H one. I've already looked it up. E VWEH. Vanguard yeah, High Yield. This is the Vanguard High Old Yield. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is a fund that holds the riskier debt issued by companies that may or may not be able to pay you back should times get tough again. And this is a fund in 2008 that lost almost 25% of its value because of that, right? Because, hey, the future looked pretty bad and those bonds decreased in value. It's a fund that has a higher yield because you would expect that. They're those junk companies bonds. have to pay more. They're junk bonds. The yield is a little over 4%. It's not a mutual fund that I would advocate using for that reason, because again, bonds should be the safe part of your portfolio. Stocks is where you make the money. So it's not a fund that we would use or advocate. Again, you don't to take the riskier part would be in stocks. The safer part of your portfolio would be bonds. These are not safe bonds. Don? Liberty All Star Equity. Oh, this will be this will be fun. Yes, it, this is something we have we rarely comment on because not many of them exist anymore. They certainly don't make any. I, I don't know that they they've made any new ones since the ETF was invented. This is a closed end mutual fund, which means what? It trades as a stock, much like an ETF yeah. does. There's only a certain number of shares. Right. A certain number of shares. They don't make new yeah. shares. So you mm -hmm. can get a price that's either below what the stock is worth in the portfolio or above. Right now, it's trading at about a 1% discount to the value of the stocks in the portfolio. Big deal. Uh, right. Yeah. And it does, it does promise a high dividend. They pay out a big dividend. But they're, it's not a dividend that's coming from the dividends of the stocks. It is, in part, return of the gains, the capital gains or the we principal. We had somebody ask us about one of these recently. Yeah, yeah, this is returning some principal or capital gains. The, he wanted to know how you determine how much is your principal and how much is actually... You can't in advance. The, yeah, only I they mean, how know. would you do that? Only they know. They're figuring it out. And mm. their expense ratio is 1.02%, which is ridiculous. It is actively managed, to which we are opposed. It's trading about as close to net asset value as I've seen it in a while. Uh, mm. It has 150 stocks in the portfolio. It is very aggressive. Uh, it's had great years, and it's had bad years, like any other equity investment. But it's actively managed, and it's expensive. And you're never going to know what it's going. It's, it's just I would is if this I had large it, U.S. companies. What kind of firm, uh, what kind of firms does it hold? See if I can find that. It's a closed-in fund, so getting information's yeah, it's it harder. is. Uh, yeah, it's large U.S. blend. Okay, uh, so you know. It's, and by the way, you could own, go own large U.S. blend in many other ways at a lower expense ratio with more diversification. Because when you're out shopping for yield. Well, I love, still love the expression. I used it on the gentleman who called me about that other fund that's similar. What's the expression? More money's been lost uh, reaching for yield than at the end of a gun. Yeah. I and mean, this isn't, like, see, this uh, is a gimmick. Bad idea. This is a gimmick. You can do the same thing yourself. Let's say you have VT, which is the, the entire global market. Yeah. And VT, 9, on average, returns what? About 10% per year, 8% yeah. per year, 9% sure. per year. 
you could say, I'm going to pay myself eight or 9% per year. And in some you years, go. you would grow more than your payout. In other years, your portfolio is going to go down below where it was because you've taken some money out and the market went down. That's exactly what's happening here. It's just that you're kind of locked in and you don't see the day-to-day -day inner workings, the gyrations. It's a gimmick. Of you don't see them making the sausage. It's a gimmick. It's a yeah. gimmick. That's exactly what it is. If it's I had it, balderdash. It's drivel. No, sorry. If I had it, I'd sell it. Away. If I had it, I'd sell it. Well, that's to depend on what the cost basis is, because I, you don't. Again, I would do a tax analysis, but I'd eventually yeah. sell it. I'd okay. sell it or slowly. Sell part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would. And I like the idea that you're getting out of individual stocks. I think that's wise. That you're using Merriman's ultimate buy and hold portfolio. I think that's wise. I think you're, what you're doing is you're heading in the right direction. But just use these other assets to help you build that portfolio over time, again, with some tax planning. Both the high yield, you don't need the Vanguard high yield bond fund. You're take, you want to take your risks in your portfolio with the stock portion of your portfolio. Don't confuse it. It, it we, we, we're, we're, you've People got a look at the bonds and they're saying, well, wait, the bonds are only paying one and a half percent a year. Why would I want to be in those? And they're down a little bit year to date. I just looked at the DFIGX, which is down three percent year to date. Well, why would I want to be in that when I could be in all stocks, which is up 22 percent? Well, because when the market turns and goes the other direction, by the way, if you want to just make money this year, AMC stock, 2,100% increase. That's been easy to do, right? Oh, just don't get me started on that stupidity. Talk about no, dumb. Uh, yeah. I it's mean, the people Reddit, who are... Reddit it up. Even the CEO of AMC is, is saying, literally, he's, he's, he's in the media going, please stop buying our stock. Well, wait a minute. Don't you get free popcorn? You're though, only you going to be disappointed. I don't. Do you? I don't think you. Yes, do. you do. do you? They offer. They have free popcorn to people that buy their shares. Okay. Well, and I was going to go in and say I probably own them, but you know, I bought my free popcorn. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I just joined. I, I'm I'm in ANC Stubs. I get like deals on stuff. Oh. You know, it's like twelve bucks a year. Are you ever going to go to a theater again? Come on. You know, they extended my AMC Stubs for the entirety of COVID. Now it's just coming due finally in June. I don't know if I'll renew or How not. How much? It's $15 a year. Oh, come on. $15, $15 a year. $15 a year. But think about the amount of popcorn you have to get. What, what, whatever. Th it's, it's like a, no offense to Costco. You have to buy a lot of stuff to make up yeah, but, that but, membership fee. But, 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 you see, when you buy online, they have like a, a fee to buy tickets online. If you stuff yes. member, you don't pay okay. that extra fee. All right. Okay. Oh. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, the only movie I would go see now is the, Second one of the silent people or the whatever. Quiet it was, place. Oh, I totally want to go see go, that. I would go. Yeah, let's go. Well, you're in Seattle. My wife, like, I'm in Florida. My wife doesn't oh, want to go see it. Okay. She goes, I don't want to be scared. Either. I don't no. want to be scared. I try to get my 13 year old daughter. No, that's scary. Dad. I go, yeah, it's a good film. First one was terrific. What anyway, is so. wrong with being a little, you know, I know uh, it's okay. We're guys. <laughs> we're such guys. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'd go see a quiet place in a minute, but I would not buy yeah. AMC stock. Please stop doing this stuff. Yeah. That's silly. I mean, this is all emotional. This is the problem. We are trying so hard to wring emotion out of investing. But the problem is we are such emotional creatures. It's hard to control your emotions, which is why it is so important for so many people to find someone they can trust to help them. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Fiduciary. The only fiduciary. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you start getting into the other area, and you, I love the guy. He's a nice person, or she's a nice person. They're all 
nice people, they wouldn't be in the business. So, yeah. In fact, only, generally, generally the, 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 the more sales-oriented they are, the nicer they are. You'll tend to find mm. that registered investment advisors, you know, they, they're, they're more cerebral. So sometimes they're not mm-hmm. as nice as That's the selling stockbroker. So maybe you go, well, this guy was a little standoffish. Yeah, but maybe they're smarter than your stockbroker. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And we mean it when we think everybody deserves help, whether they become a client of ours or not. We have an investment advisory firm, a 100% fee-only firm called Vestory. And all you need to do to get the help you need for any problem, whether you're going to be a do-it-yourselfer for the rest of your life or not, whether you have another fiduciary, get a second opinion from us. Go to Vestory.com and just scroll down. You can see a button there that says Get Free Help, or you can just kind of scroll through and read all the cool stuff there, take the risk quiz, or go clear down to the bottom of the page, and right there is a form to set up a meeting with an advisor, either on the phone or in our office or via Zoom. Just go there, set up the appointment, and somebody will call you and set it up. And I promise you, you won't be charged anything, and you won't be sold anything. Just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, Vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 